Well, hello there, and welcome to the Amore Podcast. I'm Mally, your host for the Sex and Relationship Podcast that gives free advice and discusses love and sexual topics. In case you don't know who I am, I'm a sex and relationship expert whose mission it is to help people find the perfect love life for them. To find out much more about me and the assortment of services that I offer, please visit AllieThies.com. Now, today is Monday, April 30th, 2012. Thanks for stopping by and giving me a listen to. The topics for today's free advice. Will he return? And where can she find decent men? Quote of the week was once said by Jonathan Winters, and he once said, If your ship doesn't come in, swim out to it. And this holds true not just for love, but life in general. If... If something isn't right in front of you, and more times than not, it's not going to be right in front of you, you've got to get your butt out and go get it. Now, for those of you who left me feedback on iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. If you haven't and would like to, um, I say thanks <laughs> ahead of time. Are there other ways we can connect? You can, we can connect on Twitter at Allie Thies, Facebook, Allie Thies Friends, Pinterest, Love Amore, YouTube, Amore Videos, and Google Plus, Allie Thies. Now, this Sunday, I'll be doing The Passion Zone from 6 6.30 p.m. on Blog Talk. The Alley Thief Show, which is Tuesday and Thursday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, will not be this week. I am not having a show tomorrow, Tuesday, or a show on Thursday. Uh, my birthday is on Wednesday, May 2nd. And because of that, I have um, given myself the gift of free evenings for the week. I've canceled everything, and um, I'm going to relax each and every evening. So... I'm looking forward to it, Sid. So this is the last time I'll be talking to you as a 44-year-old. <laughs> Next Monday when I do the podcast, I will be a whole 45. I doubt if it's a whole new ball game, but hey, you never know. 45 is going to be a good year. I can tell. And what else is going to be good is the Amore, pod, Amore Podcast, Amore Workshop, which is the second Wednesday of the month. And in May, it is May 9th. We'll be talking about turning date one into date two and beyond. It's from 7, 8 p.m. Eastern at Woo's Brews, 131 North Market Street on the square in historic downtown Worcester. Now, I am on Keen, and I try to be on every day. Uh, today is Monday, and I'm not going to be on today. But uh, I will be making an appearance Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and possibly either Saturday or Sunday. Don't know which. Depends how my schedule looks. But, uh, yeah, join me. It's fun. Let's chat. Now, for those of you who want to send me a question here for the podcast, please do so. Uh, love and sexual topics are fantastic. <laughs> you can send me an email to allythees at yahoo.com with podcasts in the subject line. Or you can go to allythees.com, click up on free advice. Second rung down, I believe, is submit a more question. Fill out the little form and send it on in. It's just as simple as that. Now, I do have some more uh, webinars or classes put up on the website. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of OBE sex, which is always a fun thing to do. On May 14th, covering telepathic sex. May 21st, dream sex. June 4th, astral sex. And on May 23rd, it is love magic. So please visit the website and find out more about those four classes. Now, let's get on here to our first question. It is from T.Y. and they write, My boyfriend and I are high school sweethearts. This year he went off to college and I stayed in our hometown attending a community college. He has the opportunity to go to Europe for the summer with some of his college friends. But I think if he loves me, he should be home with me. He says if I love him, I should let him go. Will he prove his love to me and come home? 
Okay, um, you know, <laughs> the thing about love is it sh- you shouldn't have to prove. You know, if you do this act, this means you love me. If you do this, this means you love me or this means you hate me. Um, loving somebody is allowing them room to breathe and grow and explore. Um, your boyfriend needs to go to Europe. He really does need to go. Is it that you are worried he's going to meet somebody in Europe and have a fling? Uh, You know, why wouldn't he be worried about you meeting somebody in your town and having a fling? You both are at the age for exploration and just getting out there and finding out about the world. You want to do so in your hometown. He does not. And there's nothing wrong with it. Him going to Europe does not prove that he does not love you. Um, loving somebody is something that should be shown and felt and expressed frequently. You shouldn't have to do A or B to prove that you are loved or that somebody loves you. Loving is not a proving thing. It's, it's, (laughs) you can't prove. You have to show, express, and feel love. There's a difference between that and proving. You get what I'm saying? So, will he come to your hometown over the summer? I do not think so. But again, that does not mean he does not love you. Okay? It means he has the chance to go explore Europe. This is going to be good for him. It's going to actually be good for you. I know you want to spend time together because you do love one another. But... There are times in life when you have to let the other person grow and breathe and expand on their own. That's what we do as humans. Okay, my dear? So allow them to go and, uh, you know, I understand being maybe a teeny bit jealous that he's going to Europe and you're in your hometown. But you can plan things for the summer that will get you out of your hometown and allow you some fun. So, okay? Okay, so thank you very much for sending in your question. Now, com. I wrote about Ian. Oh, so there's a boy named Ian. Yes, yes, there is. Um, and I'll be writing more about Ian. Um, he's pretty there now. I don't know how else to put it. To, you know, interesting enough, for what Ian does for a living, um, involved in his job, in his current work description um, he has to um, discuss something with a female that is hard for her to grasp or believe to be truth and no matter what he's going to do to have her believe him she has to see and believe on her own she has to have her own eyes open You know, the truth can be in front of us, but unless we're willing to accept that as a possibility and allow the truth in, we're never going to see it. So, it's just, uh, I was just thinking about that earlier. Food for thought. So, I wrote about Ian, and I also wrote about sex magic, and uh, I updated the radio shows. So, that's all there at AllieFeeds.com, plus a couple Bliss items. Okay. Go on here to the second question. This is from Gigi. And she writes, I'm too old for the bar scene and too young to cruise through retirement homes. 
Where can a middle-aged woman find a decent man? Where are all the decent men? Uh, you know, bars isn't really a place you would find a decent man or a woman. Not normally, you can. But uh, when you meet somebody after you've been drinking, they always look much better at that point in time than they do, uh, you know, sober. And no matter how hot the person actually is sober, they even look that much better when you've been drinking. It's just the way it goes. And it doesn't matter what kind of annoyance they have as you're drinking. Um, when you're sober, the annoyance kind of bothers you. So, yeah, the fact you don't want to pick a guy up in a bar, is, it's a good thing. <laughs> so where can, where can you find decent people, period? Men or women. Um, you know, join an organization that, that promotes a hobby you like. Do you like astronomy? Do you like sci-fi? Do you like uh, scrapbooking? Um, you know, there are guys who like to scrapbook who are not gay. You know, what about, uh, you know, there? I know dads who have custody of their children. And they're stay-at-home dads. They work from their home and they, they go out and about with their kids. What about, you know, meeting one of them? Um not necessarily at, uh, you know, library story time, but, you know, a library is a good place to meet a guy, a decent place, um, a grocery store, um, a fair, a downtown gathering of people, um, a restaurant, believe it or not. And a lot of, a lot of ladies hate to go eat alone, but when you eat alone, it, it, you meet people. <laughs> you just do. Um, trips, go on single trips, go to, uh, dating events, you know, speed dating, um, single dances and whatnot. Join a dance class. You ever want to learn how to salsa or tango? Yeah, there are singles who go to those classes and then the instructor pairs the singles up. Another great way to meet people. Uh, bookstores, I already said, because library bookstores, um, coffee shops, um, organizations, and of course there is online. You still can meet people online, whether it's at Match.com, Chemistry, eHarmony, OkCupid, or uh, there's no more Yahoo um, dating, but those are a few sites you can try. So all you need to do is go out there and look. Okay, you, you, you like to swim? Go swimming during the day. There are guys there who like to swim. And, of course, you might not want them to see you in your bathing suit right away. You know, kind of give something to the imagination. But, yeah, that's, it's still another place. Okay? Okay, so thank you very, very much for sending in your question. <coughs> Excuse me for, for coughing. Now, the Amore topic of the week. I want to talk about dream sex, which I put as a.k.a. the wet dream. Because that's what dream sex is. It's having that wet dream. And male or female, we have all at one point in time in our life have had that wet dream where we wake up and our underwear is wet. Yes, we all have. And if you're thinking, no, 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 not I haven't, think back. Because <laughs> it might have been something so tragic for you in your mind or so, you know, horrific to your mother that you have, um, you know, pushed it out of your mind. So think back. So dream sex is just that, having sex in your dream 
with somebody else or a group of people. Because in dreams, you can be whomever you want uh, and, uh, you know, be in any type of situation, any type of landscape, which is all about lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is going into the dream state and being able to control your dreams. You realize you're dreaming. You're like, holy crap, I am dreaming. I can change things. And then you go and you change things. <laughs> you know, you don't like the fact you're in a deep, dark castle. Then change it to a beach. Or if you like the fact you're in a deep, dark castle and you're looking for, uh, you know, one of those vampires, then think of a vampire. Think of Edward or whomever. You know, whomever type of vampire you like. Bring them on board. But the point is, once you realize you're dreaming, once you realize you have stepped into the dreamscape, you can change it. Okay, you can pull to you the people that you want to be with. Provided, and I make this provided, provided that you have known them either now, in this current life, or in a past life. If you do not know them, you cannot pull them in your dreams. Like Prince William. You know, I could not ever pull him in one of my dreams. I could not ever sit down and have sex with him or anything else because we have never met in any in any life, in any life. Him or Prince Harry, Harry, yeah. Um, although I think it'd be, I think it'd be a blast to party with Harry at some point in time. But uh, you know, I've never met him. You know, ever. Or um, Daniel Craig, he is very hot. Would love to pull him into one of my dreams, but he and I, we we don't know each other. We have never met in any in any life, so I could not have dream sex with him. So that's the same with you guys. You can pull somebody into your dream, whomever it is, provided you know them, whether you've met them in this life or in a previous life. Okay. And the biggest thing about pulling somebody in, into your dream and knowing that you're dreaming and being able to change your dreaming is to first realize that you're dreaming. Okay. And it's, I, I call it a trigger. A trigger to find out if you're dreaming. Um, for instance, uh, say during the day, every time you see the time 11-11, you ask yourself, am I awake or am I dreaming? Well, if you're awake, you can say, oh, I'm awake. But every time you see 11-11, 11-11 at night, 11-11 during the day, you ask, dreaming awake, dreaming awake, and you answer yourself. That trigger will be in your dream state at some point in time. You will see 11-11 and you will ask yourself in that dream, am I dreaming or am I awake? And you're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. I know I'm not awake. I must be dreaming. Therefore, do I like this bedroom? No, no, not really. I'd like to be, you know, in Tahiti on a on a bed of silk, I don't know. And then you think of Tahiti on a bed of silk overlooking the water, and there you are. But you need that trigger. And when it comes to pulling somebody into your dream, say I want to dream with, uh, I don't know, um, we'll just say Ian. What the hell? Say I want to dream with Ian. I would... Um, formulate my time before I fall asleep, setting it up so that I know I would connect with Ian at some point in time in my dreams. And I may stop talking as soon as this fire truck passes my house, because I, I know you can hear it. How could you not? It's very, very loud. 
And there it goes. It's amazing. It's beautiful outside. 75 degrees. It's beautiful. That is when the most fire trucks and ambulances go past my house. It's when it's gorgeous outside. Not when it's snowing, not when it's pouring down rain, but when it's gorgeous. Why is that? Anyways, so, you know, with Ian, I would, this is what I teach people. I teach people how to walk a path and to let the day behind and to embrace the current dream state. I teach people how to make a doorway, how to make a gateway into the dreamland, into the dreamscape, how to formulate an altar next to that doorway, what to put on that altar. So, you know, say Ian and I, um, there's a book we like. I would put that book. I would carry the book with me. I would put the book on the altar. I would do something along those lines to allow me to remember I'm meeting Ian when I step through that dream gate. Now, the thing about dreaming and having dream sex with somebody I have always, up till about six months ago, been under the assumption that both parties had to be asleep. Okay, but I have found, (laughs) interesting enough, that that's not the case. I know it's kind of funky to think about, but if you're asleep and the other person is awake, when you dream and when you actual travel, it's the same damn thing. But dreaming, obviously, your conscious body is asleep. Actual travel, your your conscious body is awake. So if you are in dreaming and the other person is awake, the other person can actual travel and meet you in the same realm. Because the dreamscape, the dreamscape, the astral layers, it's all the same thing. It's just called two different things depending on if you're dreaming or astral traveling. But it's the same area. So you can be asleep and your person you want to hook up with be awake and do so via astral travel. You can also be um, asleep and have your partner be wide awake and connect via telepathic sex. That gets a bit more complicated, but it's like the telepathic ways uh, the person that you are having the dream sex with on your end is having telepathic sex with you, but they are daydreaming. Okay, you turn them on, you suck them in, so to speak, and they enter a daydream state. Now, I did, again, I did not realize any of this stuff was possible until about six months ago, when I was surprised on many different realms um, by this. <laughs> and for me to even mention it, it had to have happened to me many times, and it has. Um, it's something I'm putting in the new book. Yes, I'm actually finally writing a book about uh, OBE sex, and it is something that I'm going to mention um in the dream sex class I've got coming up, just to let you know. So, there we go. Um, oh, and lastly, we want to talk about real fast about dream sex is remembering. You have to train yourself to remember your dreams because we all dream every night. We just don't always remember. And granted, you can have dream sex and wake up during he- an orgasm, you know, and you, you're going to remember that dream. And that sexual experience because you're waking up in the process of having the orgasm. Um, you can remember um, by getting woken up by, by something or someone and being so turned on that you have to have sex with somebody or take care of it yourself. 
But if neither of those come to pass, and nine out of ten times they really do, if you're having dream sex as opposed to just dreaming, um, sex for some reason, you know, we, we tend to remember sex. We just do as human beings. Uh, but you have to train yourself to remember your dreams if that's what you're having. It's just dream visits, just visiting someone, just going somewhere, just doing something. So, which is something else I teach you, you know, you wake up, um, real simple, you have to wake up and uh, jot down whatever you first remember of your dream experience, whether it's dream sex or visiting somebody. But I go into much more length than just that, but that's a, that's a great way to start. Okay, so that's all about dream sex. Um, now, deal of the week. This is not on the website at all. Um, I, in fact, I don't believe I've ever done something like this, but I call this the love match advice for forty four ninety five. And if she wants somebody else, you know, how will you guys match up? How do they view you? How do you view them? What do they think of you? What do you think of them? The current state of your relationship or your connection or of your energy, um, the obstacles you have to overcome, and the possible outcome in this life. And I say possible outcome because the only thing guaranteed, only thing guaranteed is that we're all physically going to die, our human bodies, see ya, and that change. Everything else, quite frankly, is up for grabs. Um, some people may argue the whole fate and, and destiny markers, and quite frankly, that's a whole other podcast. Um, I believe in that stuff, too, but uh, long story short, possible outcome. Okay, so if you want that, email me at alithis at yahoo.com with um, deal of the week in the subject line, put love match 4495, I send you an invoice, you pay for it, and then you use it. So, until we connect again, I will see you when I am 45. <laughs> this is 44-year-old Allie signing off. Until we connect again, you guys have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week. Take care. Bye.